This is an out loud recording of one of our latest YouTube videos. To find us, go to youtube.com slash reddit readers or click the link in the description below. Hey everyone and welcome back to r slash pro revenge, the subreddit where people get expert revenge on those who have wronged them. Today's post, the case of the missing cupcakes, a Sparky's tale. We had an older hospital where, over time, we'd been upgrading their CCTV, security, door access, and nurse call and paging systems. I'd been at this company for a few years, but they'd been doing all the Sparky work here for over a decade, so we knew the whole place really well. The buildings, the people, the staff's positions and job roles, everything. I worked there a lot, so I got to know the drama, politics, and secret affairs too. Also, voices carry into ceiling spaces. This has been a public service announcement. I got to lead a team in building and maintaining each of the new systems. These systems had been chosen because they could all work together to achieve the client's needs and were networked. They were also standalone because government IT didn't want the third-party gear on their networks. We had to install all the infrastructure and equipment. I had network hubs all over the place where I could access all four of these systems. Summary: I had admin and installer access to 170 plus cameras, over 520 doors and gates, the security system, and the hospital-wide paging system. One Tuesday, I was sitting at one of my network hubs doing regular testing and maintenance. I'd just been checking the CCTV watching Janine do that lopsided, stumbling walk she does in high heels. I believed I'd done enough continuous work at 10 a.m. to deserve a treat. That morning, Nancy, a nurse in pediatrics, had brought cupcakes in for the ward staff. Nancy had kept two individually packaged cupcakes aside for me, clearly labeled with my name, in the ward staff room fridge. I walked the five minutes over to the ward, humming my I'm about to have cupcakes song. It's based on a Proclaimers track. Open the fridge. No cupcakes. I mean, there were maybe 20 still there in a big clear Tupperware container, but mine weren't. Not the ones Nancy set aside. Before I just lose my shit altogether and flip that effing fridge over, I better go check to see if something dire has happened. Maybe one of these kids needed these particular cupcakes to stay alive. Maybe these two cupcakes saved the planet. Work is forgotten, and the investigation begins. I speak with Nancy. First, I ask if she saw that Janine was wearing heels again. We both have a chuckle. Then, I bring up the cupcake situation. We go through the whole, they were there before, and the checking of the fridge so Nancy can confirm my story. It's like she doesn't understand that I wouldn't joke about this. We begin interviews. No one on the ward is owning up. We believe them. Someone not of this ward has taken my cupcakes. The pediatric nurses are livid. Myself and my team want answers. It's a funny thing. Once cameras and swipe card doors have been in a while, people forget all about them. Forget that they are always watched. Forget the doors have logs to see who went where and when. Forget who put them all in. 
Back to the hub I go. A quick audit of door access reveals that Jerry went in the staff room between the relevant times. Not yet. Don't lose your ever-loving shit just yet. Do the due diligence. Checking the CCTV, I see Jerry. Walking out of the staff room, carrying a bag, wiping his mouth. Rewind, pause, zoom in. Frosting. The hub's rack did nothing wrong, so I step back and stare at the wall. The first eight thoughts get caught by the filter. I calm down a little and head back to my nurses. They see me coming and gather. Sick kids are an afterthought in this matter. I tell them I know who did it. Don't want to say who just yet. Need some time to think and ask if we can keep this all hush-hush for now. They say they understand and immediately ask who it was. They are, after all, government staff. I head back to the hub to continue work, not walking 500 miles to eat cupcakes anymore. As I'm swiping my card across the reader, in that one second it takes the red light to turn green, a plan starts to play like a cinematic in my head. It's like my subconscious has known about this day for ages and is now premiering its devious feature. It screens the permutations, possible flaws, ramifications. I'm not sure how long I stared at the door, rewinding, pausing, fast-forwarding. The plan is beautiful, and I promise my brain a cupcake soon. Jerry. Jerry was a general orderly who was supposed to float around the whole hospital helping any ward and pretty much anyone else when they paged him. He didn't though. Jerry didn't like walking around. Jerry was lazy, and did not like patients. He used to work in the wards, but couldn't find one without close supervision or patients, so he moved to day shift general duties. Jerry hated to be made to walk from one end of the hospital to the other, and Jerry effing hated the swipe cards and the electronic door locks. Some people just don't get technology. Some people just hate change and love to complain about it while not taking the effort to learn how to work it. While responding to maintenance tickets, I'd had to listen to Jerry whinge numerous times about doors. For this, and other reasons, I did not like Jerry. Jerry knew my distinctive name, knew what I did here, saw the other 20 cupcakes, and ate mine anyway. Yeah, time to F with Jerry. At the hub, I make the necessary improvements to my systems. Select a variety of well-chosen doors. Set auto-paging for different events. Create different calendars. Set some automated conditions so everything swapped and changed around. Once I'm set up, with the program on hold, I go see Nancy. I need to give Jerry a chance to own up, even though I'm pretty sure he won't. I ask Nancy to page Jerry so she can ask him about the cupcakes. Nancy isn't surprised it's Jerry and is on board. The other nurses gather and ask what's happening. I tell them that Jerry is about to work off some of the belly. They aren't surprised it's Jerry either and swear secrecy. I walk to the maintenance manager's office while Nancy summons Jerry. I go into the maintenance manager's office grinning. All he says is what with a smile. He knows me. We've worked closely together here for a while. We're mates, and he's seen that look on my face before. 
I ask him to just print any maintenance tickets generated by Jerry for card or door or gate or pager issues, but not to action them. I'll pick them up while I'm here doing other work and deal with them personally. When I tell him about the cupcakes and my plan, he's not only on board, he laughs so hard he has a coughing fit for about 25 seconds. I head back to check in with Nancy and find that Jerry has, ever so accommodatingly, denied all knowledge. What I'd created in my systems was a randomized, intermittent program, all focused on Jerry's card. A program that would send Jerry's pager a message to go somewhere on the other side of the complex, seemingly at random, based on Jerry swiping his card at particular doors. Or the gate to the staff car park wouldn't work. Or his card would stop working, making him go get it revalidated. Or a siren would sound for a few seconds when he entered certain rooms. I already knew all the staff routines and areas of responsibility. The patients wouldn't be adversely impacted, and Jerry did F all anyway. Back at the hub, I clicked the go buttons. Week 1. By Friday afternoon, in four days, Jerry had raised 18 tickets. I grabbed the stack of paper from the maintenance manager and went to the orderly's office to find Jerry. While I gently fanned the tickets, he listed all the weird things he'd been experiencing. He was explaining how the duty nurses were getting annoyed at his unexpected arrivals when I interrupted him to ask if he'd seen anyone take my cupcakes from the pediatrics fridge on Tuesday. The puzzled face he put on was a head shorter than mine and about one meter or three feet away from the embroidered name on my shirt. No confession. I'd only had 50 specially selected doors active in the program these past four days. That Friday afternoon, at the end of week one, I clicked the ALL button and added the other 470 plus doors. Week two. By midday Wednesday, there were only six tickets raised. I checked the systems logs and found out why. In just under three days, there'd been a mixture of over 85 events. Jerry didn't have time to lodge tickets. When I spoke to Jerry that Wednesday, he demanded that I do my damn job and fix this stuff, and why hadn't I done it yet? No confession, no apology. Time for some head games. I told him I'd sort it out. When I went to check the systems that Wednesday midday, I stopped the program. On Friday morning, I turned it back on again. Week 3. I let it run Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I almost felt sorry for him this week when I was talking to him and considered stopping the plan. Then I remembered why I didn't like him so much. The one thing I haven't mentioned yet is that standing staring at that door, I already knew Jerry was in the final stages of disciplinary management. This was the linchpin to the plot of the film that ran through my head. Remember before when I said I got to know the drama, politics, and secret affairs too? I knew that one of those disciplinary warnings, among other things, was for taking people's lunches on four occasions, and not because he needed to either. That's the reason the nurses and maintenance manager weren't surprised it was Jerry and were on board. They knew too. Everyone did. 
That was the reason why he didn't kick up a stink to his manager or confess. I didn't want to get him fired, just make him apologize. Cupcakes are serious business. The final week. Week four, the program ran Monday and Tuesday. The plan was only ever going to be for a month or until Jerry confessed and apologized. Before this Tuesday, I'd had a chat to Nancy. I'd asked her if she wouldn't mind a cameo in a little vignette. She understood and agreed. When I was talking with Jerry in the orderly's office, Nancy arrived and handed me a personalized pair of cupcakes that looked and were packaged the exact same as the missing ones a few weeks earlier. As Nancy was walking away, now silent Jerry looked from the package to my shirt, then to me. I held up the tickets, mustered my best Adam Hills, and said, Don't be a dick, mate. He was silent and very angry. I could see he'd realized that I'd been doing this on purpose. If he made an official complaint, the missing cupcakes would come up, and he'd lose his job. Also, during our chats, he'd heard me say intermittent issues many, many times. Jerry was angry because he knew he couldn't do a flippin' thing about it. I walked off to the pediatrics ward, where Nancy and I were going to eat those treats. I hummed my tune the whole way. Loose ends. Unfortunately, Jerry was a dick one more time. He got sacked two months later for taking more stuff out of a fridge. I felt bad for him as I helped security save the footage to a drive. As I was walking up to pediatrics on that last Tuesday of the plan, I stopped the program and took Jerry's pager number out of it. I had to scrap the program altogether a while later. Some bright hospital spark finally convinced government IT to add the systems to the hospital's intranet. Sysadmins are killjoys. Maybe rightfully so. Maybe. Janine continued to wear the 4-inch heels on and off until she sprained her ankle. There is no showreel. Maintenance manager tried bribing me with Jack Daniels after this episode to add certain pager numbers to the program. There's no way I could have done that. He's an evil, evil bastard. We drank the Jacks as we didn't watch a non-existent showreel. Nancy totally fancied me. I mean, after all, she's only human. Nancy didn't fancy me. I just wish she did. So that's it for the post, guys. You know, every now and then we come across one of these posts that just has a knack for putting together the written word. And I got to say, this is one of those. This guy really knows how to spin a story. I got swept up in it. Just so much revenge, so thought out, and so epically told over some cupcakes. Uh, really, uh, this one really tickled me, and I hope you guys enjoyed it too. As always, if you like this post, leave a like or a comment, a reaction to contribute to the discussion below. It always helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to see more and hear more posts from r slash pro revenge and other subreddits in the future, please subscribe. Thank you so much for watching and for listening. Hey everyone, we hope you're enjoying our readings of popular Reddit posts. We love providing this service so that you can listen to these podcasts to pass the time, to fall asleep to, or to be entertained while still staying safe on your commute to work. We love to have the freedom to cover even more posts, but the recording and editing is time-consuming work and doesn't pay the bills. If you feel you're getting regular value out of these episodes, 
please consider supporting us with a small monthly donation. You can donate easily by visiting anchor.fm slash reddit readers and clicking on support this podcast. Every little bit helps, even if it's just enough to cover our morning cup of coffee. As always, thank you so much for listening.